0: Rocks podcast. My name is Ethan Clark. I'm joined here today by Dodger Vaughn. Hello everyone. Campus minister and Maggie Hoover. Hello. Our rock intern. How are you guys doing today? Doing good. How about you? Doing pretty good. Can't complain. Wish we had a little sunnier weather but
1: it's true and and maybe that your cat hadn't thrown up right before you came to the podcast. <laughs> That'd be, be desirable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so I know we have kind of a difficult topic today. Um, We're going to be talking about walking with the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. Now, I know the Holy Spirit is kind of a difficult topic for certain Christians to talk about, Mm -hmm. um, just because we struggle in our day-to-day lives to understand the Spirit and its role in our lives. Sure. But we know definitely that the Spirit was indispensable to the apostles. It's very important to the early church, and it really is just as important to us today, even Mm -hmm. if we don't realize it. So this week, I was thinking we could maybe change things up a little, um, maybe do some scripture first just so that we have something to uh, base our talk off of.
1: Yeah, that'd be wise. <laughs> so
0: so um, I've, I know we've assigned a few scriptures today. Um, I think I'm up first, actually. Never yes, mind. you are. All right, so John 16, 5 through 11. But now I'm going away to the one who sent me, and not one of you is asking where I'm going. Instead, you grieve because of what I've told you. But in fact, it is best for you that I go away, because if I don't, the Advocate won't come. If I do go away, then I will send him to you. And when he comes, he will convict the world of its sin, and of God's righteousness, and of the coming judgment. The world's sin is that it refuses to believe in me. Righteousness is available because I go to the Father, and you will see me no more. Judgment has come before the ruler of this world and has already been judged.
1: Very good. So what do you get out of that passage of Scripture, Ethan? What What are some roles of the Holy Spirit that Jesus himself describes there?
0: Uh, really one of the most important things that God describes, I think, in this passage is just the fact that without Jesus leaving, the fact that we really don't get the Spirit and the fact that the mm-hmm. Spirit coming to us is really important to the fact that it really is more important than him staying with us here on Earth. The right. fact that we receive the Spirit um, and just how important the Spirit is, because that's God's righteousness flowing through you and working through mm-hmm. you. So that's just—it's a little bit weird to think about it that Jesus staying here with us is not as powerful as the Spirit coming unto us. Right, which
1: right. Which I again like. Sometimes I like to put myself in the apostles' shoes they would have heard that for the first time and it is you know probably mind-boggling you know to think about like jesus how could it somehow be better that you go away than to be here with us and and i i stole this actually from a friend of mine but he he said it like this he said somehow god in us is better than god with us even though you know we we struggle with that even today like we right. would love to have jesus here in the flesh walking with him learning from him but you know that's how important the role of the Holy Spirit is in the lives of believers. You know, that it's actually better that Jesus were to go away so that way the Holy Spirit could come. So right. Yep, good stuff. I think, Maggie, you're up next, right?
2: Yes, I am. So I'm going to read John 16:13 through 16. And it says, When the Spirit of truth comes, He will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on His own, but will tell you what He has heard. He will tell you about the future. He will bring me glory by telling you whatever He receives from me. All that belongs to the Father is mine. This is why I said the Spirit will tell you whatever he receives from me. In a little while you won't see me anymore, but a little while after that you will see me again. So, reading that, um, I just, I don't know, I feel like it kind of touches on the importance of like, le- like letting the Holy Spirit like guide you.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely, and I think... You know, in both of those passages of Scripture, which, by the way, um, are out of the same chapter of John, um, they're both spoken by Jesus, and they both really show us... There's a lot of rich detail here about what the Spirit does in our lives. You know, like, and Ethan, in, in your passages, talks about how, like, it's there to convict us of our sin. And so, like, I think, I'm sure we've all experienced that at some point in our lives. Like, we were doing something that we knew was... Not what God wanted for our lives. We knew that it was sinful. We're we're out. We're playing around with it, and you get that nagging feeling that this isn't what is good and right and true. And so you know, there you go. That's the that's the Holy Spirit working through your right. life. Um, and then in, in your passage, Maggie talked about how He guides the same same kind of thing. Like there's been times, I'm sure, in all of our lives when like we have that l- nudge or urge or whatever you want to call it to go maybe and speak with someone, to pray for someone. Maybe they don't even know about it. Maybe you're just sitting there in church and, like, God puts somebody on your heart, and you're like, all right, I'm just going to pray for this person. You know, again, what is that? It's the, it's the Holy Spirit, so.
0: Yeah, the Holy Spirit definitely acts as kind of a guiding hand mm-hmm. in your life.
2: Yeah. It's like what some people call their God moment. Yeah. When they mm-hmm. have God moments.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, and because, you know, we, we've talked in here before, actually. You know, I, I don't know about you guys, but I've never audibly heard, God's voice, you know, I've never heard Him speak in a big booming voice or even a small gentle mm-hmm. whisper. You know that it's always that tugging or directing or guiding of the Holy Spirit, and right. I, I think that's primarily how He chooses to communicate to us today because it's His Spirit living in within us. So, All and right. then, sorry, go
0: ahead. Oh no! Oh, no, sorry.
1: No. At <laughs> the judge something you're gonna either. So um, I have Acts chapter one. And I'm going to read verses 4 and 5 and then skip down to verse 8. And um, this kind of goes back to what you were talking about a second ago, Ethan, about how could God with us not be as good as God in us. And so um, it says this, so um, Acts 1, 4 says, On one occasion while he was eating, he being Jesus, with them, he gave this command. Do not leave Jerusalem, but wait for the gift my father promised, which you've heard me speak about. For John baptized with water. But in a few days you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. And verse 8 says, But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the very ends of the earth. And so again, a lot of times I think we we read that passage and we forget how important the role of the Holy Spirit was in the life of the early church. So much so that, you know, like you got to think what's happening here in Acts 1. Is, you know, these guys have just seen the resurrected Jesus, and like, I'm sure that having that knowledge is just burning within them to go out and tell people like, hey, you're never going to believe this, but Jesus, the one you know, we, we talked about, who was crucified, who was put in a tomb, he's alive again, you know, like, I, I'm sure they're chomping at the bit ready to go out and tell people about this, and Jesus gives them a very odd command, hey, wait, just, just wait a bit, because something's important coming your way that you're going to need to take that message out with you. And so, you know, like, I know as, as a Christian, a lot of times that's one of the things I'm guilty of is like, I want to run ahead of God. Like, you know, I think, oh, God, this is surely what you want me to do. And, like, I just throw myself into it full force. And, you know, I, I can imagine being one of the apostles there and hearing this whole idea of, well, wait, just, just pause. Hit pause for a second and wait for the gift. And so, you know, again, Jesus describes this as a gift that's coming from the Father, and then he also talks about the power that we receive uh, when the Holy, com- Holy Spirit comes upon us. And so again, you know, that's it's a power that's working in our lives. And I mentioned before we got here into the podcast studio and started recording, you know, a lot of times we make the mistake when we're talking about the Holy Spirit, we assume like, oh, like the Holy Spirit was able to do all of these things right. in the lives of the apostles, you know, but like, surely it, it can't do the same thing in my life. You know, like it's somehow like we've got like a a smaller dosage of the Holy Spirit or somehow like the Holy Spirit is not as capable. And that's absolutely not true. You know, like that's the same Holy Spirit that allowed the apostles to do all of these amazing and miraculous things. The same, you were singing that song Maggie before we started the same spirit that rose Jesus from the grave. It lives in us, you know? And so like, we've got to remember that, that, you know, it's not the spirit's power that's limiting. Sometimes it's us limiting what the spirit could do, I believe in our lives. So, All right, so next up we have Ethan. So I have
0: Acts 4, 8 through 13. Then Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, said to them, Rulers and elders of our people, are we being questioned today because we've done a good deed for a crippled man? Do you want to know how he was healed? Let me clearly state to all of you and to all the people of Israel that he was healed by the powerful name of Jesus Christ the Nazarene, the man who you crucified, but whom God raised from the dead. For Jesus is the one referred to in the scriptures where it says, the stone that you builders rejected has now become the cornerstone. So this is very important because of the fact that it just straight up outright says that the Holy Spirit was the one influencing Mm -hmm. Peter to say this. Yeah. Um, It's a clear example of divine inspiration.
1: Yeah. When I love, and that's one of my favorite passages from, I mean, like, uh, there's so much that I love about Acts, but that passage like, later on, it says, you know, and when the rulers realized that they were ordinary, unschooled men, they took note that these men had been with Jesus. Mm-hmm. You know, so they, you know, that's, I always joke, like, you know, like, for my life, that's sometimes how I feel. I'm like, man, there's not a whole lot going on upstairs. Like, I'm not, like, the most well-spoken. I'm not the most educated. But, like, if somebody at the end of my life could look at my life and go, you know what, though, I could tell that guy had spent time with Jesus. Man, that that's the best compliment. I think anybody could ever give me. And it's because of the Holy Spirit moving through these men that people were awed and inspired.
0: Absolutely. Same applies for today, because there's definitely some things I've been called to do and some things I definitely would not do on my own that Mm -hmm. I just feel like, is the Holy Spirit just working through me? You mean
1: like hosting a podcast? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's for sure.
0: Yeah, I'm not very podcast. I didn't think I was a very podcast person, Yeah, who knows. Um, But yeah, I just feel like the Spirit is really just work through me, and it feels like a lot of people don't realize that the Spirit is working through them a lot mm-hmm. of the times um, and can really make anyone, even people who don't think they're up for it, like the task of like yeah. going out and speaking the Word, it really does influence them and gives you the strength and the
1: ability you need. Yeah. When I think, I'm trying to think where you talked about this, Maggie, but you were talking about the idea of stepping out of our comfort zones, and that may have been on the Ryo podcast, but...
2: It might have been, yeah. But... we were talking, yeah, I think so.
1: But, like, I, I mean, I, I think that is learning to rely on the Spirit. You know, like, mm-hmm. when we step out of our comfort zones, a lot of times that's where we get to see the Spirit working through our lives. So that's, that's good stuff. So last passage of Scripture is Maggie, Galatians five twenty two through 26.
2: All right. So it says, But the Holy Spirit pres- produces this kind of fruit in our lives, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There is no law against these things. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have nailed the passions and desires of their sinful nature, nature to his cross and crucify them there. Since we are living by the Spirit, let us follow the Spirit's leading in every part of our lives. Let us not become conceited or provoke one another or be jealous of one another. So I feel like this passage is just kind of saying, like, follow these, like, sp- follow these, like, uh, fruits that God has given mm-hmm. us and sacrifice the... The, the parts that, of our
1: lives yeah. that aren't honoring him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And again, that's when we think about those, you know, love, joy, peace, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, self-control, that that's the fruit. That's, that's how we know that the mm-hmm. spirit is living in our lives and no, like we don't always get those down perfect. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but that is evidence of the spirit in our lives. So we should be able to look back on our lives and say man like ever since i started following jesus ever since you know the holy spirit came to indwell my life you know like i can see this fruit you know i can see that I, i'm more patient i'm more loving i'm more gentle so all of those things should be um, i guess pointing to the spirit's work in our lives so very good
0: good awesome. stuff well i'm glad we definitely got those uh scripture as the basis sort of for our conversation for today for sure so we have a few questions today Mm -hmm. based on what we've just read in the scripture so the first one we have today is um what role should the holy spirit play in our lives here on campus and during this phase of our lives how should we approach the spirit
2: i can start this if you would like yeah so i feel like um just like here lately with going to new orleans and then coming here it's all very new to me Mm -hmm. and like i've moved out like of my house with my mom like i don't have my mom all the time and so i guess it's like going back to that stepping out of your comfort zone and like knowing that the holy spirit is like guiding me where i'm supposed Mm -hmm. to go even if i'm not even if i'm kind of like trying to push it away and be like no i'm not supposed Mm -hmm. to be there i feel like it always ends up going like it's always that tug.
1: Yeah, that guiding mm-hmm. nature, yeah. I, I would say, um, in going back to my college days, um, the Spirit definitely played a role in my life, like we talked about earlier, and convicting me, um, and sometimes it definitely was related to sin, you know, things that I was doing that I knew uh, weren't what God wanted for my life, but a lot of times it was the same thing, like leading me to where He wanted me to be. Um, like I was, I look back at um, a lot of the my college experience, and like even even the job that I had, I I, got, I worked at the the YMCA in Westchester, Ohio, and uh, I did latchkey, which like we did programming for students after school. You know what I mean? Like it was just one of those things where I just happened to be looking at a newspaper, I saw the one that had, like I called, and I just felt like God guiding me through that whole process, you know. And so, you know, that, that whole nature of the Holy Spirit leading me to um, those different things, different relationships that led me to this point in my life. You know, like, I definitely see, um, as I look back, you know, that's clearly how the Spirit was leading me. Even though, I to be honest, at the time, like, I don't know that I was fully aware of that, you know. Right. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, I can definitely say that. Um i definitely know where it was leading me um i know there was like a crazy set of
1: coincidences
0: that led to me joining rock in the yeah. first place um just thinking i saw you guys first like when i first came down you guys were like handing out cookies and like mm-hmm. greeting people who are we coming a lot of
1: bunch of weirdos <laughs> i'll stay away from them i was like oh rock
0: never heard <laughs> oh, of them
1: rock. before Oh rock, <laughs> never oh, rock heard on got some chocolate chip cookies <laughs>
0: uh-huh. <laughs> but then like just COVID hits and Like, the first people I reached out to who got back with me, and I was just like, that was crazy. It was just like, I got in contact. Sure, it was over Zoom, but that was still communication. It was fellowship and spirit. They were, like, super awesome people. Yeah, Um, It's crazy how that just led down, like, one small strand. just, like, led me to rock. It's kind of crazy. I like to think of um, sort of like Jonah, Um, (laughs) the fact that you can kind of run from God's plan for Mm -hmm. you. And things can get a lot worse, but you're eventually going to end up where God wants you to be. Oh,
1: 100%. 100%. Like, there's no
0: getting away from that. The Spirit definitely will shape your life, whether you realize it or not.
1: Yeah, for sure. Well, it's funny that you say that because it makes me think. Um, I, I remember praying uh, at one point in time when I was younger and considering ministry, and I was thinking to myself, like, Lord, I'll, I'll do whatever you want, but just don't make me a missionary. Like, I just don't want to do that. And like I really thought for about ten years I had it down. I was like, all right, you know, like I, I'm, I'm good. You know, like even when I came to to OU, was, I'm a campus minister. And then we had we had gone to a church for a church visit, and they introduced me as a campus missionary. And I'm like, no what? ah, oh, no, nuts. <laughs> like, like, and, and then like obviously for those of you who who know Rock at all, like you know we we love going out and serving on the mission field stuff like that. And it's just crazy how like God has shaped my heart that way and you know when I first started you know thinking about ministry as career I thought man I would never do that and now I'm like it's just so much a part of who we are you know so like and I don't it's just really really cool so yep for sure
0: awesome so how do you how do you guys feel that the spirit typically guides you like how does it affect you in a day-to-day life like how do you feel Cause it's not like always a voice. Like it's not like you, I know you mentioned earlier, it's not like anyone physically speaking to you, but it's like a tugging on your heart. So Mm -hmm. how do you feel that the spirit guides you and like speaks to you?
2: I feel like, I don't know, especially with mission trips, like, like, I don't know. I feel like using the word tug is like the exact word that I can explain it. But like when I went to new Orleans, I think I only knew like two people on the trip. But I just felt like God was, like, seriously, like, had my heart Mm -hmm. on his like string, like, pulling it, like, go do this, like, go. And so I did it, and I fell in love with the mission field, Mm -hmm. and, like, I fell in love with the people that I went with. And, like, I just felt like ever since then, like, God's always been guiding me, like, to that mission Mm -hmm. field or other places. I just feel like tug is a really good word to use, at least for me.
1: For sure. Mm -hmm. I think for me sometimes, I mean, like, the tug would definitely be accurate um a lot of times it's him softening my heart towards something like i said a second ago that like lord i will not don't make me a missionary <laughs> like now I, I love doing missions um you know and then other times just making you aware of something and i'm not as a general rule a very observant person you could ask my wife like i'll say hey where's the peanut butter in the cupboard and she says, it's right there in front i'd be like no it's not i look three times then she opens up the door and magically appears i swear that's how it works <laughs> But um, so I'm not a very observant person, and then sometimes, like, God, I believe through the Spirit, like, will call certain things to, to my attention. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. You know though. what I mean? Like, um, I just you know, remember this, and I may have even shared this before on the podcast, but um, this has been a few years back prior to COVID, but I was walking up Court Street, and um, great big football player from OU, and I don't know who the dude was. I couldn't tell his name or anything like that, but he was, he was a big guy. I'm guessing he played line. And, um, like he was just bawling his eyes out. And like, I felt that tug, like, man, go pray for that guy. And like, that's one of the things, cause it's always, cause I didn't, I didn't, we're gonna talk about that here in a second. Like, what do we stand to miss out on if we don't listen? But I didn't respond. And like, man, like his, that situation is burned into my brain now. You know what I mean? I'm like, man, like I, it was clear. Like I could have hundred percent told you that's what God wanted me to do. And, like, I'll be honest, I just chickened out. I'm like, man, like, I don't want to do that. Like, you know, like, what if he thinks, you know, I'm weird or, you know, like, I don't know, throws me out in the street? I don't know what he was going to do in my brain. But I, I didn't respond to that. And I'm like, man, like, there's no doubt in my mind. It was just like God softening my heart to that. And because I'm also not a very compassionate person <laughs> as, as a general rule. But I was like, man, like, I need to go pray for that guy. And I didn't do that. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. It's funny that you mentioned, um, the spirit, you describing the spirit as like constantly pointing things out to you Mm -hmm. because I feel like that's how it is for me a lot of times. Yeah. I can be very, uh, stubborn. And by stubborn, I mean, I will just completely miss out on it. Like I just walk right by, like completely ignore it. I'm just like, do not even like focus on that at all. So like when an opportunity arises, I occasionally need like several pointers on that. Yeah. And it feels like the spirit definitely makes that apparent. Yeah. Like, for example, the mission trip. I wasn't even sure I was going to go to the mission trip in Mexico. Um, I know a lot of people weren't even going. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, "It's just another mission trip." Um, there's like a lot of stuff I got to get figured out, but like through a compounding series of things, I need to get my passport up. Anyways, it just felt like I was really called to do it. Especially, mm-hmm. it was weird because I didn't really even know like a lot of people who were going. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people I'd only met like once through like our rock bonfires right so it was like seeing all these people i didn't really know and it was like am i sure i made the right decision but that was like the best time i've ever had yeah that mission trip was amazing i had a great time and i really felt like that softened my spirit and it felt like i was really allowed to get some fellowship yeah and i felt like that was the right decision It just took that much reinforcement by the spirit
1: <laughs> to get you there yep no i understand that completely
0: so i know you mentioned the next question um how possible is it that we overlook the spirit? Because um, I know a lot of the times we're unaware of the spirit's role in our lives. Mm-hmm. A lot of times we just completely ignore the topic. <laughs> yep. So how oft, how how do you think it's possible that we miss out on this? How does this affect us?
2: I mean, so the first time I went to New Orleans, I was really nervous because, one, I didn't know anyone. It was my first mission trip. And, like, when we didn't end up going under the bridge that year with the mission, but mm-hmm. we uh, did, like, kind of like a grocery store type of thing yeah. like a free grocery store and so like I remember everyone praying for someone and like I was just like man like I feel like I really need to pray for someone right now but I'm so nervous like I don't want to and so eventually I think it was Blaine actually who like ended up like making me pray for someone and it was just I don't know I, I'm glad that I ended up doing that because like being in New Orleans and stuff like I told the volunteers I was like you're gonna want to pray for someone like if you don't come here and if you don't pray for someone you're gonna end up going back to Camp Hope and feeling like you didn't do something that God Mm -hmm. was telling you to do. So I feel like that was kind of something for me. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. I I think, you know, like I shared in that story earlier, I think that there are times when we just absolutely say, Nope, I'm not doing that. And we, we shut the Holy spirit off or out or however you want to look at that. Um, And I think that the scary part is that you can make a practice or habit out of that. And then I think, the less that we listen, the less obedient we are. The less that we clearly hear the Spirit. Whereas, I think the more that we practice obedience, the more that we listen, and when, when we're led to those situations that are scary or require us to put our faith and trust in God, and you know, and and we do it, then we're like, oh, like it now. It just seems so clear. It's just like almost like somebody audibly told you, this is what I want, you know, even though like you didn't hear the words, like you knew that was what the spirit was leading you to. So I think that it can go either way. And and I think, you know, the good, the amazing thing I think about our faith is that even if we've gone years, you know, saying no, 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 no. I think sometimes it just takes saying yes to the spirit once for it to start turning our lives around. And I think, The more that we we do it, the better at it we become in in practice, so, yeah. Yeah,
0: Yeah, definitely. That's especially hard because a lot of people just, including myself, I'm guilty of this, uh, definitely associate things that are from the Spirit. Mm -hmm. It's just, like, day-to-day life, like I'll say. Sure. I'll get something good will happen to me, or, like, I'll be thrust into a situation I have to, like, talk to people about Mm -hmm. God, and it's like, oh, that just happened. That just happened. I was just, like, really lucky. Yeah. I got really yeah. lucky. Um, yeah. But a lot of the times, I think a lot of people, including myself, don't even realize that the Spirit really puts us into those situations, which yeah. I feel like definitely does lead us to situations where we just ignore it because it's just like, oh, this is just like a one-time thing. I'll get another opportunity for this.
1: Yeah. What well, I know, and I won't name-drop her, but I know one of our students the other day texted me so excited because she had a, uh, a classmate. And she said, Dodger, I don't know what led me to do this. I don't normally do this, but I invited her to come up to the rock house. And she met you guys. And then now she's came to crosswalk and like, and she's just loving it. And she's like, it just, but I was so nervous in the moment. And I'm like, man, like that's, that's the Holy Spirit, right? You know, like it was leading you to ask her and you maybe, maybe nine times out of 10, you would have said no. But that one time that you say, all right, God, I'm going to trust you and you and you do that, then you get to see, like, really good things happen, so. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Speaking of uh, good things happening through Spirit, what do we have to uh, miss out on if we aren't in tune with the Spirit, or we're not following what the Spirit wants us to do?
2: Um, well, I feel like there's a lot of things that, like, would not be the same in my life, like, if I didn't go to New Orleans that first time, like, I wouldn't have, like, I don't know, I feel like that just changed a lot of who I was and kind of shaped me into being like the Christian that I am now and it wouldn't have led me to being in New Orleans this past summer or going to Mexico or like meeting some of the people that I've met on the trip. And like just like being here with this internship, Mm -hmm. like I feel like if I didn't go where the spirit told me to go, I wouldn't be here like where I am now. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, I I can relate a lot of the, the really good things in my life. I've been a result of saying yes. And so I, I guess sometimes it's hard to say this is what I've missed out on because I'm sure, you know, like, I, again, like I go back to that situation I referenced earlier about seeing that guy crying. Um, like I'm sure that whatever that was, that God was going to lead me to, that it was going to be something really good. And like, and I don't know, like I, I, I this side of eternity, I won't know what could have happened if I'd been obedient there, but the times that I have been obedient, the times that I've put my trust in, in, in the spirit say all right we're gonna give this a shot like it's always always been like an incredible experience at the end
2: i have i have a friend who uh, a really good friend who came to new orleans but she was really scared Mm -hmm. to go to new orleans at first um but i was just like but i'm there like come see me and so she ended (laughs) up coming and she fell in love with the mission Mm -hmm. field and like she prayed for people and stuff and like I've just seen, like, her heart grow a whole lot since that trip. Like, she's gone on a whole other mission trip. Yeah, by by herself. Well, with
1: with one other person from your church. But, But,
2: like, not even, like, a month after New Orleans. She went on another mission trip with, like, a completely different church where she knew no one. And so, like, I've really seen, like, her, like, the Holy Spirit working in her and her heart growing
1: through that. Yeah, I think, you know, when you said that, it makes me think, yeah, we miss out on growth. Mm -hmm. If we're not listening for the Spirit chances are we aren't going to grow. You know. Absolutely. So, how do we grow with the spirit? How are we supposed to
0: learn to tune in or to walk with the spirit? I know it's said that way a lot in the book in the New Testament. How do right. we walk with the spirit like in our day-to-day lives? How do we learn to do this?
2: So, I think that can be the struggle, but I think it also goes back to like um but like the fruit of the spirit. Like yeah. how can you show someone Love or patience, or mm-hmm. any of those things. And so I think that has a big, that's something that helps a lot. And just, I don't know, again, I think that this is just like my thing I like to stick to, it, but stepping out of your comfort zone.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, I think, um, and this kind of flashed back to what we talked about last week, but when we were talking about, um, you know, like our busy lives and our busy schedules and, and we talked about how, as humans, we, we tend to segment things. We're like, oh, no, nope. this is my church time, and this is my social time, and this is my work time, and this is my class time. But when we start looking at, instead of, like, segmenting those, but if we start looking at those times as all, you know, all sacred, you know, that, that God has you where he wants you right now for a purpose. You know, we're, we're in the podcast studio right now, not by accident because God's, you know, willed for us to be here. You know, the, the classes that you're taking you know, here at OU or Rio, you're there for a purpose. You know, God's, you know, willed for you to be there. So if, when we start looking at things that way and start looking for then what he might be doing, you know, a lot of what happens in, in the rock community, the growth that happens, you know, I'm not going to say doesn't happen at crosswalk or Bible studies, but a lot of it happens, you know, with somebody reaching out to somebody, hey, come to, come to, to rock with me, or having a really good conversation late at night in the rock house about faith and life, or you know having somebody that you call up when you're going through a difficult time from the rock community, and so, but if you were just looking for that, oh well, it only happens between seven and eight thirty on Wednesday nights, or you know Friday mornings at ten during breakfast Bible study, then you're probably going to miss out, I think, on walking with the Spirit. Whereas, like if you look at every moment of your life as God has given you this moment. You know, we, we're not sure of what's going to happen in the next moment, but this is one that He's given you. What's He doing? You know, that, that that's when we really start, I think, starting to be more aware of the, the presence of the Spirit in our lives, and we really start to walk closer and listen closer for His call. Right.
0: Definitely one of the biggest things, because I know that God really does influence every part of our lives. Mm-hmm. So one of the things you can do i know i say this a lot but it's just prayer just talk to god in prayer first with the spirit just say please guide me and like help show me what i need to be doing yeah make sure please let me just see in my day-to-day life how you're shaping my life yeah uh just ask for the spirit to guide you because he already is but just it's good if it's revealed to you so that you know what's happening in your life and why it's happening
1: Yep, and, and one of the roles of the, the Spirit, that I think, is incredible, is it talks about in Scripture how the Spirit intercedes on our behalf when we don't have the words. And, like, I'm sure, like, you guys have been in that situation before where, like, you're just devastated by something that's happened and you just literally don't know what to say to God. And you're just like, All right, God, I, I don't know. You know what I mean? But it says, you know, the Spirit's interceding on our behalf even in those situations. We don't know what to say or what to ask for, like the Spirit's doing that. So yeah, prayer, I think, is an incredibly important Absolutely. part of that too. So very good. Well, um, man, that, that is, it's, it's this is a heavy topic. It's a weight, weighty oh, yeah. topic to discuss, and it, it's hard to discuss because, you know, I don't know, even from the pulpit, like a lot of times, like you've I've not been to very many church services where we've really spent a whole message talking about the role of the Holy Spirit, even though it's... It is so, you know, indispensable in our lives. Yeah,
0: it's odd because it's such
1: an important part of the
0: Scripture yes. in the New Testament. Like, it's the entire basis of the yeah. Christian faith.
1: Yeah. Well, and like a lot of times, you know, people, students have asked me before, you know, like, hey, Dodger, you know, like, you go back to the Old Testament and you get to see, you know, God lead the people of Israel by a pillar of fire. And, you know, you get he does all these incredibly visible things, you know, like Elijah on Mount Carmel, Carmel, the prophets of Baal, he calls down fire from heaven. Like, you know, why don't, why doesn't God appear like that anymore? And, you know, my, my response has always been because we have the Holy spirit Mm -hmm. because even though like those people may have been, you know, influenced or led by God, you know, they didn't have the indwelling of the Holy spirit that that we have as believers because of Christ. Right. And, Mm -hmm. um, I always say, man, like, I, I think that if you could somehow time travel back to, you know, the time of the ancient Israelites and Moses and all that, um, you know, I think that they would, would have said, you know, man, like, you know, it's yeah, it's incredible to, to follow God and His pillar of fire, but it's even more incredible that God lives inside of you. Definitely. You, know, that, that, you know, it would, probably would have, like, maybe blown their minds.
0: And one of the most important things, I think, is after the resurrection, or actually after the death of Christ, is the fact that the veil between separating yes, the temple was torn, torn, which was symbolizing the Spirit coming into the world, mm-hmm. um, sort of destruction of that separation between God and man. people, so yeah. there's no longer the need for like any of those separation, like any of these separate signs. Now you have the Spirit within you, so you don't really need the signs, really.
1: Right, yeah, Exactly. Awesome stuff. So again, appreciate you all sharing and, and your perspective on this. Um, we'd love to be to hear from from you all uh, who, who listen to the podcast. You know, Anytime you guys have questions or a topic for us to discuss, or even prayer requests, we, we would love to hear from you. You can always email those over to us at reachohio at gmail.com, and we'd love to feature your question on a future podcast or be praying over uh, your your prayer request as well so um again want to thank you guys for for being here today and uh, we'll close out in a word of prayer and then we'll look forward to seeing you all again next week so let's pray god thank you for this day and this opportunity we have to come together to uh to look at your word and talk about a topic that's A little difficult for us to discuss because it's difficult for us to always wrap our mind around Um, but we're thankful for your word that gives us guidance and instruction as we think about the role of the holy spirit in our lives lord i pray that you would teach us to learn to walk closer uh, with the spirit to listen to its guiding in our lives and directing and um you know father we're, we're thankful that it does sometimes the uncomfortable work of pointing out sin in our lives and i just pray that uh we would not get so caught up in, in all of the world around us that we would forget about the important role and power that comes through uh, being in tune with your Holy Spirit. Lord, thank you for guiding our conversation today. I pray that it's been encouraging and uplifting to listeners, and I pray that, uh, that we all walk out of here just a little closer to you and um, a little bit wiser Um, through what comes through your word. So just uh, be with us this week. Pray for all of the things that are happening at at RIO and OU with Reach Out on Campus. Pray that you would just continue to guide both of those groups throughout the semester and throughout the remainder of the year. And we ask this all in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 All right, y'all. Well, it's been a pleasure being here with you. Um, Thanks, Ethan and Maggie, for hanging with us today. And we'll look forward to talking to you again soon. Bye, everyone.